Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is episode 29 and I can't believe that it's been, it's almost 30 episodes. Next week will be the 30th episode and it's been over six months since I started this podcast, which has been quite a journey and I've I've been loving it really. And I especially love sharing these episodes with you weekly and getting your feedback, knowing what really resonates with you and what supports you the most. That is always so, so important. So thank you all so much for sharing with me your thoughts and your feedback on the episodes and sharing these episodes or the podcast with the people that you love, that you think will love it as well so that it can support them and help spread the word even more. It really means so much to have your support really. And I am so thankful to each and every one of you for being on this journey with me. And if it's the first time that you're tuning in, thank you for being here and welcome. I am so happy and honored that you took your time today to listen to this episode. And I feel like a lot of the time, the episodes that I record because I've been, for example, seeing a lot of whatever the topic is in my personal life or with my clients or people around me that I just see that this is a topic that people are going through a lot at the moment or myself, it usually means that it's going to resonate a lot because there is this kind of collective energy and we're all in a way going through it together. Obviously, it's not necessarily the case, but the ones that resonate the most are the episodes that are that just kind of flow out of me and that relate to things that I feel have been really coming up a lot, if that makes sense. I hope it does. Um, And today, what I wanted to talk about is relationships a little bit more because it's something that a lot of you have been asking me for more episodes on the topic And it's something that has been coming up also, so I thought it would be another opportunity to share with you guys. And I especially want to talk about the difference between authentic relationships and what I'll call egoic relationships. And this is something that I've also read in a book that I am currently reading that I am loving so much, which is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. 
I'm honestly not sure how you pronounce his last name, so I hope it was right. But if not, please forgive me and please let me know how you actually pronounce his name. If you can, you can send me, um, for example, a voice note on Instagram. I love those, by the way. So if you ever want to send me one of those or um, like a video message, do that. I love it. And I will do my best to answer in the same form. <laughs> anyway... That is something that has been resonating very deeply with me and that I've been witnessing a lot and helping some of my clients through. It, it's again, knowing the difference between authentic relationships and egoic relationships. So the relationships that are really based on true love, if you want, whether it's friendship or whatever, but like that are based in truth and the relationships that are based in ego. So those relationships are all about wanting and whether it's one person or another or both, it's they want something from each other. They try to get something from the other. And that could be anything. It could be validation, appreciation, some kind of security to feel loved, to feel protected, to feel less alone, anything really. But really having this need to get something from the relationship. And it is very, very common. Honestly, most relationships are like this. But that's why I kind of wanted to shed some light on this. And um, it really made me think a lot in my own relationships and, and reflect on this. And I think that, again, I say this a lot, but awareness is key. So once we can have more awareness around this, we can start maybe creating shifts in our lives, in our relationships, etc. So that is really how I would define egoic relationships and a few more examples that could speak to you as well um, for those kinds of relationships it's also where someone sees a value in associating themselves with the other person so the person they're in a relationship with and again this is really for any kind of relationship whether it's romantic whether it's friendship or business or obviously that doesn't really work out for family relationships usually but but you get the picture so it's kind of like you want to be in a relationship with this person because And that can be subconsciously. You're not necessarily aware of it. You can kind of use them to get closer to a goal of yours. So if you want to, I don't know, some people want to be in relationships with, have friends that are in high places because, you know, it's like this idea that you can get somewhere thanks to this relationship. And I'm not saying that there's anything fundamentally wrong with this, but I'm going to explain a little bit more about what authentic relationships look like. And if this is something that you want, some of the shifts that you can start creating and the awareness is really important here. Again, in egoic relationships, something that comes up a lot because of all the expectations that you that you or whoever is in a relationship of that nature places on the other is anger, resentment, blame, and 
you will often get hurt because you won't always get what you want. So it's like you want something from this other person that you're in a relationship with. And when this person doesn't meet your expectations, which they really never do, to be honest, at some point they will fail to meet your expectations, you will feel angry, resentful, hurt, and it's always easy in those cases to blame the other person, right? So what happens sometimes as well is that you can then move into total indifference when you realize that you can't get anything from the person or that the person won't meet your expectations. They're not going to help you achieve what you want to achieve or give you that rush constantly or validation or love or whatever you you were looking for in the relationship. Because obviously at some point it's not going to be enough because you're looking for that relationship to complete you in some way and it's never going to last very long or it's never going to complete you. So that is kind of an overview of those egoic relationships and what they're based on and they will always lead to some kind of suffering from one person or another or both or everyone involved actually. And so what do authentic relationships look like? And I'm sure we've all heard of like the idea of unconditional love and we we think that we can easily lean into that, but it's actually sometimes a little bit challenging because of obviously our egos, our minds who are always wanting something, seeking something and create problems and create drama and all that. But Authentic relationships are really simple, actually. It's just if we kind of step away from ego, if we can put ego aside at some point, we can create authentic relationships. And what they look like is that you are present with the other person you give them your undivided attention so you're not distracted all the time you're focused on whatever you're 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 doing or if you're talking anything you're present as present as you can be and obviously we can practice this but really it's about presence and For example, if you're realizing that some of your relationships are not that authentic and they're more based on ego, if we simplify, then to create some shift, you don't need to like leave all those relationships and start new ones because it's going to repeat the pattern. But you can start being more present if you realize that maybe maybe a lot of the time you're distracted or the other person is distracted you can start simply by being yourself more present and that can kind of lead by example. So you can put away your phone if you're with the person, you can just really listen with attention and be engaged in whatever conversation and listen to the other person. So what I'm saying here is that it's always easy to point out when there is a problem and that's sometimes also ego. It's like you have awareness that there is something, there's still 
it's not a fully authentic relationship. And so what you're go- you might do is like blame that on the other person and and think that what you're doing is perfect or not it's a little bit generalizing but that you're that you're doing your part and that they're not so it's their fault and so you might want to step away from that relationship or something like that. But if you can actually be present, then they might start feeling that you are so present that it becomes kind of magnetic and they have to lean into presence at some point or not and that's okay maybe they're not ready but you can kind of lead by example in that way and it is a practice and it takes effort and it takes commitment and it takes a lot of letting your mind and your ego aside to do this And it's not always easy, but you can start and you can try it out and you can see how it changes everything. Another thing with authentic relationships is that there is no wanting, there is no hidden agenda, there's nothing that you're seeking from the other person. So you're not wanting to be in that relationship to get anywhere, to get anything from the other person. You're not looking for love or validation. Obviously, those things are nice to have. And it's beautiful if you can have that, but there is no expectation. So there's no kind of string, strings attached. And again, it's not necessarily easy to lean into that aspect. And it's normal to have expectations because again, we're human and we do have minds and we do have egos. So here again, it's just about seeing where do you have wants and needs and expectations and I'm not saying that these things are wrong again it's not about being wrong or right it's just about seeing that when you do have those it usually leads to some kind of suffering because the other person will never fully meet your expectations and I think this goes back to a topic that I talk about a lot It's the idea that if you are wanting to be in a relationship or anything else, this is this works for everything, to fill a void within you. So if you're looking to have a partner because you feel alone or because you don't feel loved or good enough and that relationship will kind of make you feel whole and loved and protected, then there is a gap here because it is really important to come as two holes together, to be together and walk together in the same direction, not because you're wanting something, not because you feel a void. That it's, again, it's, there's nothing wrong, but it usually leads to conflict and problems and some kind of drama or tensions or suffering. So it's really important to be aware of this and you can start being aware of this right now. You can write down in what relationships you have expectations, what they are and your needs and all that. And obviously you still have the right to have needs and some kind of expectation, but what you can do is communicate more with your partner or with your friend or even your colleagues and and explain to them that you 
need, for example, to have a lot of time alone to reflect, to be by yourself, to just really have that space for yourself, then usually they will understand and respect that. But again, you can't really expect them to respect it. You have to just then at this point be clear within yourself with what you actually need and your boundaries and protect your energy and be committed to that. And I think when it comes from a place of authenticity and truth, it can only be met in that way. The problem is when we try to like we expect others to know what our needs are, what that, for example, we need a lot of quiet time. And I know I'm like this myself, that I need a lot of time to myself and I need to just have some space and quiet and stillness. And I'm very independent in that way. So I don't always like to, I'm very introverted, if that makes sense. So I need a lot of time to be by myself. And sometimes it gets frustrating to me because not everyone is like this. So it's kind of like I expect people to understand, but I never communicate it. So I think this is really important and it's an important point to communicate those things in a way that is clear and with love and compassion and without expectation, just from a place of truth. And usually it is met in the same way. Because it's not like, I need this and you don't get it and you're attacking the other or you have that resentment because you haven't communicated what you need and you expect it to be to be understood without even having said anything. I mean, I, get, I think you get the picture, but that's how most of our relationships happen these days. And it's, it's the source of a lot of conflict that is unnecessary. I mean, I feel. Um, another thing about authentic relationships is that there is that understanding. There is this kind of unconditional love and there is flow. There is a divine balance when there is this presence that I was talking about before. So if you can start being aware, leaning into being present in the moment, not being distracted and Obviously, this takes practice and it's not something that you may be completely perfect at and there's no need for perfection, but it's not something that you're going to be established in right away and that's okay. As long as you continue to be aware and be present and remind yourself of this, then it will really shift everything in your relationships and in your life. Like I said before, there's nothing wrong with one type of relationship or the other, obviously. Egoic, like I said, relationships, and it doesn't sound good, but it's not bad in itself and it's not wrong. It's just that ultimately those always lead to some kind of suffering of being disappointed because your expectations are not met and being hurt at some point maybe so it's just a little reminder that actually the more expectations you have the more wants you have and and trying to get that from another person 
the more likely you are to be disappointed and to get hurt and to suffer in some way. And it is not always easy to let go of all these things. And that's not what I'm telling you to do. But having more awareness around that and having more presence and being more rooted within your own being will allow you to have less of these these um, wants to fill a void within you because there is no void within you and you will have less expectations and with that better relationships and a better more beautiful like flowing life in every way because everything will come as a blessing or a blessing in disguise a lot of the time And even if it's not always easy to see in the moment, you will see it at some point and you will understand, have a deep understanding of this. So really, in authentic relationships, there is a freedom and a flow that doesn't ever lead to suffering. It's two people, and again, whatever, whatever it is, if it's friendship, if it's um, a partnership, marriage, if it's even family, colleagues, anything, it's two people who are free to be who they are without expectations to be anything or anyone that they're not. So obviously those relationships are much more harmonious, they're healthier, and their thriving relationships. And if there is a separation, because that does not mean that those relationships never end, because there are relationships that are meant to last only for a certain time. There are relationships that are meant to la last our whole lives. And some are just really passing and fleeting and not very long. And we can't really know this beforehand. This is kind of soul contracts that we have made before coming in this, in this body, in this life, in this physical reality. Our souls have made contracts on who they want to meet and what they need to learn from each other and I guess how long they're going to be together for. So that's not just for romantic relationships, it's for everything really. And... If in an authentic relationship there is a separation, it always happens with a lot of love and a lot of respect. So it's not about wanting to be in an authentic relationship because you think it's going to last forever. That again will be your mind tricking you. It's about wanting to have authentic relationships or more authentic relationships because those are the ones who will flourish and nourish you and have less attachment, more freedom, more flow and allow you to be who you are while allowing other people to be who they are even if it's not exactly aligned in every way with who you are or what you would like. And I feel that a lot of the time We also make these mental images of who we want in our lives. So I'm sure you've heard, and this may be a little bit controversial, but that you are kind of like 
the sum of the five people you spend the most time with or something like that. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm quoting this really correctly, but I think you get the idea. And there is some truth in this. But at the same time, if you can be established in your truth, be present in every moment as much as you can, obviously, and there are people in your life that you feel might not be exactly aligned with you. A lot of, um, I guess, spiritual teachers or in the self-development world will, will say, you know, well, you kind of have to put this boundary. If someone is um, an energetic vampire or whatever, they're not supposed to be in your life and, and da, da, da. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes some people will fall away and that's okay. But what is more true is that when you can be present, when you can be in your truth, then it doesn't really matter whoever is in your life and for how long you have something to learn from them. And it's all divinely timed. And a, a saying that I love is that it's all written by the same hand. So the people who are in your life that are challenging you the most or like I've said in previous in previous episodes and I say this a lot they're your biggest teachers they're your biggest biggest lessons to learn and they're there for a reason because you can learn from this you can lean into more compassion especially if it's challenging especially if it's someone who triggers you especially if it's someone who makes you so angry or make you have a lot of resentment, even hatred sometimes, that person is there to show you something within you. And it's here to kind of show you those kind of, whether it's ego-based or if it's hurt or something, and it's here to teach you to lean into more compassion, more love, more awareness of what's going on within you and presence and at some point maybe some people will will leave your life but that's okay because it's all written by the same hand so there is a bigger plan to everything and we're all here leading each other home helping each other evolve and grow in the best way. So if you are still feeling triggered a lot by certain people, then this is something that you need to see within you and thank this person for the blessing that they are giving you to witness what's coming up within you, what's arising, and let that go when you can. Or deal with it, sit with it, see it, and yeah. So I hope that this episode was useful for you to understand the difference between egoic relationships, so relationships based on ego, wants, and expectations, and that those usually always lead to some kind of hurt, pain, etc. And authentic relationships that are not based on wanting, expecting, or needing anything from another person and is about freedom and, I guess, unconditional love, if you can say that, 
and it, that it's actually quite easy to start leaning into those relationships, that it's not just a matter of wanting to find the person who will be perfect at that or perfect in any way, actually, that you can start doing something different right now and leaning into more presence, more compassion, more love and start now, start today and that you will see big shifts in your life. Not necessarily right away, but at some point you will see them within you and in your relationships, obviously, but also with everything else. So I hope that this helps and I hope that you enjoyed this episode, that it wasn't too much rambling and let me know what you think. Let me know what was useful here, what you learned, what you maybe never thought of or didn't think of in this perspective. Let me know. Go over it. Instagram and find me at Sarah Lewis Co. Message me there. Or you can also share this episode with whoever you you think would enjoy it as well, whether it's on social media or you can share the link to the episode with people you love. And yeah, I can't wait to know what you thought about this because this is something that I have started practicing for myself and I am seeing a lot of changes and shifts already and I wanted to share it with you. So that's it for today and I will be back very soon with episode number 30. Take care and sending you all a lot of love. <music>